this episode of My Cat's Tale, let's meet Offer and Rosie. Rosie fitted in straight away and Ofer accepted her, so it was great. Rosie absolutely adores Ofer. She just couldn't survive without her. It gives you this look and you won't purr unless you give him exactly the right scratches. Joining us now on My Cat's Tale, Carla. Hello, Carla. Hi, Ewan, and everyone there listening. Yeah, I think we. this is the biggest time difference we can have recording because it's it's the 12-hour difference between Scotland and New Zealand. Yeah, so we're definitely on opposite sides of the world. But we are connected through cats and cheesy podcast links to get us into the story, but there we are. Yes, cats. Tell me about yours, Carla. Oh, Ofer and Rosie, my absolute joys. Um, I can talk about them forever. I just love them so much. So let's let's start with the names. Ofer and Ofer's a you know Rosie. Yep, I get that. But Ofer just that's that's unusual. He's named after my great great uncle Ofer, um, who had the bluest eyes of anyone I've ever met. And, and, of course, with the rag dolls, they all have blue, blue eyes. So I couldn't help myself. I had to name him after Uncle Ofer. But I did change the spelling a bit to catify it. So instead of the O-P-H-I-R, he's O-P-H-U-R, as in pur and fur. So he is a little bit catified. But Rosie, she was a bit of an accident. Uh, Uncle Ofer was married to my great-great-auntie Rosie and they were married for over 60 years. Uh, they loved each other every day that they were together. They were just so in love. Um, so once I had Ofer, I always joked that he needed his Rosie. You know, he, he wasn't right being on his own. So... Um, I was joking about this with Cherie, his, uh, Ofer's breeder, and next kitten season, she uh, put aside a rosy for me, Camellia Rose, and um, completely unbeknown to me. So here I came up with a kitten that I didn't know I was <laughs> ending up with, and that's how I ended up with my little Rosie. And so now we have Ofer and Rosie together again. And, and they're both ragdolls, yeah? They're both ragdolls. Ofer is a seal point and Rosie is a blue point. Were you always looking for Ofer to be a ragdoll or a ragdoll to be Ofer? <laughs> well, I've always had rescues, but um, I was at a time in my life where with... Uh, the length of time I end up having cats, my last cat was almost 19 when he passed away, I thought this would probably be my last cat. So uh, I've always adored ragdolls, just think they're absolutely gorgeous. And uh, a friend of mine since kindergarten breeds them and I thought, right, I'm doing it, I'm taking the plunge and I'm fulfilling a dream and getting a ragdoll. So that's how I ended up with Ofer. I just absolutely adore them. They are the most amazing cats. Um, 
they're gorgeous. Their personalities are amazing, and I've just never had cats like them. Uh, they're amazing, amazing cats. So tell me about Offer's personality then. What sort of cat is he? <laughs> He's a very serious, very pompous cat. He, he knows he's gorgeous. He knows he's loved. He knows he's top cat. He's, he's uh, I'm just looking at him now and he's wandering around. And he's, he's, just, he's just got the strut when he walks. What makes a cat pompous? <laughs> it's, it's his attitude. He's sassy. He's, he's got attitude. So much attitude. He um, he jumps up on on the bathroom vanity and gives us meow, and it's just like, love me now, give me attention, and 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 you have to, you have to give him love, and you have to give him the pats and scratches exactly how he likes it, and and if you don't. It's just like it gives you this look and he won't purr unless you give him exactly the right scratches in exactly the right way. And um, he's, he just has this look of the disdain if if you don't do exactly what he wants and at exactly the right time. And um, he even temptations or or what do you call them over in in the UK, um, like the dreamies. Dream. Yeah. He, he'll turn them down because he doesn't want one of them. He wants um, a, a licky licks or a, 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 we call them gogurts on cats of Twitter, um, the, the, the puree treats in the tube because a, a temptation or a dreamy isn't good enough for him. He, he he's, yeah, he, he's, High maintenance, this cat. Rosie's full of glee and and playfulness and youthfulness and and Ofer just looks down at her nose at her and thinks, all right, whatever. You just can't help but love him. What about between the two of them? Do they love each other? Most of the time, Rosie absolutely adores Ofer. She, she just couldn't survive without Ofer. We've, we've, we're currently having the box issue. Um, Ofer has found a box he loves, and so he likes spending a number of hours a day in the box where he plays with his mousey in it and then sleeps in it. And Rosie's just distraught because that's the time for sleeping on the bed where she snuggles up with him. She just doesn't know what to do with herself, so she's wandering around the house with her tail in the air because she can't get to Ofer in the box. And she, she, she's just got to be with Ofer on the bed or in their chair, snuggled up with him, but, or playing with him or chasing him or him chasing her. She, she just adores him. And most of the time Ofer's tolerant of it, but sometimes he just gets sick of her and and he'll just give her a bit of a growl or a swipe and say, nah, I'm sick of you today, bugger off. 
it sounds like Ofer is very regimented. He's got a nice, good timetable for the day. Yes, yes, very much so. Whereas, whereas Rosie's more, oh, I'll do a bit of a zoomy now, I'll go a bit crazy, have a bit of fun. I'll take off through the catio and and do a vertical zoomy up the scratching post, and and then I'll come back and snuggle with you, Ofer. But. Ofa's got his timetable, he does what he does. He's very obsessive too. There's been Dolly, which is my mum's doll from when she was a little girl that lies on her bed and he snuggles with her. He, he wraps his paw over her. Then there's the bath mat, which we have to put down for him every night to sleep on. He's got his five favourite toys, which he's put into the bathtub. And they have to stay in the bathtub. If Rosie takes one out to play with, he gets upset and he goes and picks it up and puts it back in the bathtub. And he plays with them only in the bathtub. And now he's got his box, which Rosie isn't allowed in. What's the age difference? How old were they when they met? So there's nine months different in the age, but Rosie actually arrived on Ofa's first birthday. And Ofa is coming up three years old and Rosie's going to be two years old in a couple of weeks. So they're really close in terms of age then? They are, but they don't seem it. Ofa seems like a quite mature cat, whereas Rosie is still like a little kitten, the way she plays. But, but yeah, Ofa's very serious, very old in his attitude, and Rosie just wants to play and have fun. So, so yeah, they are really different in, in their attitudes and and it makes them seem quite different in their ages, yeah. So it didn't take you long to decide that Ofer needed a companion then, so was that planned? No, totally unplanned, as I said, that... Rosie was a complete surprise to me and Ofa. He didn't seem happy about it at first. Um, when she arrived, uh, I, I, he was sitting on the bed and I sat her down beside him and he gave her a, a growl and, and she hissed back and swiped and that was that. She told him, I'm here to stay and you're not getting rid of me, and, and that was kind of it. That really easy to merge the two together and settle Rosie into the house. I didn't have any trouble bringing Rosie in with Ofa. Ever since then, he's kind of put her in her place when when he's got sick of her. But um, <laughs> I, they say cats don't have expressions, but I swear it. I, I I guess I just kind of put it on to it, but Rosie always looks so sad whenever Ofa tells her he's sick of it. Rosie fitted in straight away and Ofa accepted her, so I had the easiest merge of cats ever. It was great. But that does stand in contrast to Ofa you were telling me over email. He had, he had a rough time to start with. <laughs> Yeah, it was rough. Um, he wasn't alive when he was born. Um, um, yeah, the amniotic sac broke um, while he was during the birthing process. So he was actually dead when he was born. But um, 
through some very heroic efforts um, in Kitten CPR. Um, he was revived. There um, was was some concerns that due to the lack of oxygen that he might have um, some issues later on in life um, and that was why Cherie, his breeder, contacted me to see if I would be willing to um, take him on to raise him uh, because she knew I was experienced with cats and, and would be able to manage any of those sorts of issues. But he's he's turned out perfectly fine. In so, fact, I think he's got a bit of a higher IQ than normal. But, um, yeah, he's all good. So there wasn't any extra medical care or things to watch when he came to the house. It's just a, a usual hold on, there's a kitten here. Yeah, no, that's exactly. We had to go through a bit of kittomania with him. Um, but that was all good. The only medical issues we've had with is with Rosie when she decided to eat a metre and a half of wool um, and that got stuck in her intestine. That was um, very scary, uh, major surgery, and she was uh, quite sick um, and we almost lost her twice during that process uh, because it got stuck in her um, upper intestine and... um, sliced through a bit of her intestine. So we were very lucky to uh, still have Rosie with us. So they've both had pretty eventful first years in their life then? They have. So knock on wood that um, all the major traumas are taken care of and it's smooth sailing from here on in. So what are they like day to day around you and the family? Oh, it's, it's hard to describe. I just get so much pleasure from them. I have a, a neurological condition that means that I'm at home pretty much most of the day. So they bring me so much joy. They entertain me. Um, they give me love and comfort. And it, it's hard to describe how much they mean to me and how much joy they bring to me. It's It's so meaningful. And my, I live with my mum, and, and mum and Ofa have got a really close bond as well. Uh, I also have a lot of carers coming in and out to help me. So they're, they're just so comfortable around the carers, and, and that's really good to watch. They don't run and hide. They, they go and greet the carers and say hello and and wander through their legs and want to want to snuggle and pat from them as well. So they're just so friendly and and and, and want to say hi. Rose, Rosie's a bit, a bit shyer since her surgery last year. She's a bit more wary of people. Um, but that I guess that's from all the handling and everything with the vets. She used to be a lot more confident, but now she's a bit more wary. But as she becomes more used to people, she gets... Uh, more confident with them. But, yeah, Ofa's like, yeah, who are you? Want to know, you know, what are you doing in my territory? You know, do you give a good pat or not? And, yeah, they're great. They're just, they know the routine. 
Rosie doesn't like it when I leave her. Um, we've got we've got the house divided into two areas. Um, one area is for the dog. That's the living area and the outside area. The um, little wicket. He has that, and and the cats and I are in in the back of the house with the bedrooms and bathroom and everything. And um, so when I go up to the living area for meals. Rosie gets really upset, so she'll sit at the other side of the door and meow. She has been known to run at the door and throw herself at it to bang it and make it known that she's not happy that I'm not there with her. Um, yeah, she, she just doesn't like not having me around. Um, and... It is, it's really joyful coming back and opening the door and having them both sitting on the other side knowing that they miss me. So, yeah, we've all got our routines, the cats and I, with breakfast, you know, starting off from breakfast and going right through the day and dinner. And and I wake a lot through the night, so they get up with me and have a play in the catio and... And then we go back to bed and Rosie will climb on top of my feet and Ophir will go back to his bath mat and off we go back to sleep again and all's good in the world. What difference have they made to your life? Oh, so much. So much. They bring a smile to my face. You know, I, I can I can have a chuckle. They remove stress and help relax me. They bring me comfort, you know, just just to be able to run my hands through their fur is, is so relaxing. To have something to occupy me, to have a purpose, to be able to care for them, they bring my stress level down and, and help with my pain. They just mean so much to me. They give me purpose by removing the focus from myself and by making me have someone else to care for and love. And they bring so much joy and laughter and love. Through them, I've just met so many wonderful cats and their humans through Cats of Twitter, uh, Cats of Twitter, which has been amazing. It's broadened my horizons and and taken me out of myself and into the world again. Taking their photos and telling their story each day and their posts on Twitter has been so much fun and sharing the joy that they give me with the rest of the world. That's what they do for me you know if it makes one other person smile one that one day it's really is joyful because you know I'm, I'm sharing the love they give with me give to me it it's I'm actually feeling quite emotional because they just mean so much to me. I just couldn't bear to think of life without them now. 
I've had some wonderful cats over the years, but there's just something so special about Ophir and Rosie. Uh, I just can't explain it. Well, Carla, it is a fantastic and uplifting story, both of Ophir and Rosie, but also for yourself. And it just shows that, okay, they can't, cats can't stand up and go, you know what, we love you. But they can stand up and go, we love you. And thank you so much for telling us their tale. Thank you so very much for letting me share my love for Ophir and Rosie with you. You've been listening to My Cat's Tale, a Spence Media production. Listen to more tales of our perfect pets at mycatstalepod.com and support us on Patreon. and Rosie there. And thank you very much to Carla for sharing that story. You can help the show by sharing as well. Just leave a star rating or a review in your favourite podcast app or head on to Twitter, Instagram or the likes and share a link to the show. And if you have a cat tale to tell and want to introduce your feline friends to the world, drop me a line as well. We can see about inviting you on as a guest. Find all that and links that you can share at mycatstailpod.com. Catch you next week. Her part.